At first, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I convinced myself because I was getting angry at myself because I wasn't speaking about this. But I don't like Invincible. There's nothing appealing um, for me in the series. Um, hey, if you like it, that that's fine. But realistically, to me, all I see is um, the boys all over again. And we all know how much I hate the boys, but the the concept of basically pulling every superhero cliche that you can find out of a book and then essentially turning it up on its head by making it either bloody or edgy or sitting there and um, breaking away from uh, normal convictions by having an evil Superman or um, basically a hero, um, basically or like a big-time hero is actually this um, big-time crime boss or something like that. It just I'm not saying that's what's in Invincible. I'm trying to give an example. But just doing something that subvert expectations of what people perceive as superheroes and then just having it to be bloody or um, edgy or whatever or just to sit there and um, make you think about exactly or um, in Invincible's case have a mystery element on it to where you don't know exactly what's going on, but it's kind of a driving force behind continuously watching the series in itself. These things are okay, but if you don't hit the right checkboxes for me, then I don't give a shit. Um, now I know there's a, there's a show out called uh, The Expanse, I believe, and it's a sci-fi show, and I've seen plenty of people speak wonders about the show and talk about how great it is and how good it is i couldn't get through the first season i'm i'm actually on like episode seven um and i just stopped watching it for a while because the show bored the hell out of me i i'm pretty sure much like with game of thrones the the first season ain't really the clincher you kind of like have to just keep going um because really that's what did it for me with game of thrones the first season was was nothing to me i can't really tell you anything that happens in the first season that was memorable or anything like that but as it kept growing, Game of Thrones became a show I really liked. Um, but you know that, and, and that, and that's it's totally fine. It's totally cool. Um, I'm still giving it, like I'm, you know, I haven't gave it the benefit of the doubt. Really, um, just kind of bide my time to look at it. But with Invincible, um, you know, I kind of have that that same symbolism of just. Yeah, like, you know, you could give it a, like I said, Expanse was boring, but it doesn't mean that the things that they did on there were not good. I just find it boring. Um, and, and, that, and like that that in itself is, is it's a weird little crossroads to be at, but like, trust me, like, uh, like, essentially I find Star Trek boring, but Star Trek is supposed to be thought-provoking, inquisitive, um, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of a lot of moments and a lot of things are done through discussion, through interpretation and things like that. But as a kid, I never got into that. So I never got into Star Wars. I mean, Star Trek. And I just don't like Star Wars. But uh, I know more about it than the average Joe, but I just don't like it. Uh, but with Invincible, it's going in the realm of that of. Hey, superheroes, right? And it's like, right, all right, what if the superheroes did blood stuff? Oh, my God. And it's like, I, that's not impressive to me. I, I could give two shits if your um, answer to the age-old question of, yo, how can we amp up superheroes? And it's just, what if we make them bloody and evil? I mean, that's something. It's different, but are, is there anything about it that's appealing outside of just that? And with Invincible, no, absolutely not. You, I don't, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. There's, there's nothing in this series that, that fucking matters. It, it, none of it is anything. I Initially, I was intrigued by the first couple of episodes. About um, the first three episodes. I uh, was really, um, really liking the show so far and thought it was pretty interesting and cool. Small little things would pop up here and there and it just kind of made me question a lot of stuff you know eyebrow raise type things when you hear in the dialogue or execution of character archetypes and things like that where you sit there and just chalk it up to eh, you know a show like this is just what shows do 
it's annoying to be that way when approaching anything that's on television or TV shows, cartoons, or anything related to any type of um, pop culture or uh, media. Um, and it's sad, and I hate the fact that you kind of have to do that in order to incorporate certain things. And it's like, hey, let's just start off with a bunch of nonsense. Well, it's a TV show, so that's how they perceive regular people to be like, yeah, but they're not. And wouldn't it be amazing if they were to showcase regular people actually being in this situation? That way it would feel more like watching regular people interact in this situation. Yeah, it would, but that's a fucking pipe dream. And yeah, that's kind of what you get. But um, for the short run of everything, Invincible is a series about a boy whose dad is basically the strongest hero in the world. He, he's Superman, but like just little watered down Superman. And um, the boy is teenager in high school, regular kid, supposedly. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get to that regular kid crap later. But um, a regular kid, your average Joe, uh, going a suburban kid, going to high school and whatnot, liking girls from a distance, never had courage to ask anyone out because that's what normal kids are like. Um, and then all of a sudden he gets his powers. So now he can become a superhero just like dear old dad. And he aptly names himself Invincible. Um, being a superhero is something that the kid has always wanted ever since he found out his father was a superhero and that he might inherit the powers as well. Um, so with that, he's now introduced into this brand new world along with the audience into what the superheroes actually get into. And in the wake of him actually getting his powers, dun dun dun, his father actually goes out and kills the greatest superhero team on the planet. Um, now, outside of himself, really, there's only a ragtag bunch of heroes that remain that are capable of helping fighting crime and defending the world from stuff. And the son is essentially being trained by his father to get used to his powers, but also um, there's something malicious going on with the dad that is slowly being driven into the light or slowly being understood by other people around him while the son is dealing with his every like trying to balance his everyday life his super uh, his superhero activities and just the pressures of being invincible not literally but his namesake um right off the bat just for anyone who hasn't looked at the show um the the, the name is it's supposed to be a like, it's essentially a joke within itself and it ain't funny <laughs> like it's, it's not a funny or clever joke it's actually pretty stupid um the concept of him calling himself invincible but throughout the series you see him get his ass whooped a lot now realistically i guess you could chalk it up to the fact that ain't nothing killed him yet but he has been getting his ass whooped consistently and it's really fucking stupid. And then there's been multiple moments where people point out and mockingly talk about the fact that he calls himself invincible, but he keeps getting his ass whooped. So the, there you go with that one. But the only clever thing that they actually do with the series that I like with the namesake is that in the beginning of each episode, it actually has the title prompt pop up whenever someone says invincible um, within the episode. So the first time someone says the word invincible, the title will prompt up for the series. And I actually really like that. Um, and it'd have been cooler, you know, if the, the series was just called invincible, but he had a different superhero name, but nope. Uh, I got what I got or we got what we got and we got to deal with it. So whatever, I got to get over it. All right. Um, it's ridiculous from the beginning. You are told that he's always dreamed of becoming a superhero and then everything that you could possibly imagine someone who wants to be a superhero would do, he's incapable of even showcasing that. Getting told, hey, now that you're a superhero, what do you want to call yourself? And then going, I've never really thought of that before or I don't have a name yet. I don't have an idea of what my costume should look like. These things don't make sense for someone who says that their dream has always to been blank. If my dream was to be a businessman, then you should. OK, then when I say you want to be a businessman, 
what's the business you want to get into? And then my answer to that is, well, I've never really thought about what business I wanted to get into. I just want to be a businessman. You sound like a fucking idiot. And that's all that they incorporate with this kid. And it goes back to the concept of a normal high schooler. Now, this is some bullshit that has always been done in media, and I hated it ever since I've ever been to high school myself. Um, and then I noticed that, hey, the shit that I see on TV doesn't fucking exist. Um, but also, it's a horrible stereotype. Not a racist stereotype, but a stereotype nonetheless. Is that whenever you try to showcase or whenever there's um, anything that show um, that has an average high schooler in an average high school setting, it is a boy who is incredibly and utterly fucking stupid. There are moments when you are a teenager where you do dumb shit. It happens. But there are also moments when you're a teenager where sometimes brilliant ideas might pop into your head. Or you might have a sense of responsibility that goes above and beyond your age group. There are some things that can make a person act a certain way depending upon the situation. You don't know what someone is capable of doing until that situation um, manifests itself in front of that person. So you cannot just jump the gun and assume, well, they're young, they obviously don't know what they're talking about. We've seen plenty of fucking movies where literally that is something that holds back a character or is mockingly used as a gesture to ignore someone. Um, where you have a situation where a little kid is probably more knowledgeable of a situation than an adult, but he's dismissed because they are a kid. And the adult assumes, I know what's best, you don't, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what is, is That's like the fucking cornerstone of the E.T. movie, you know? And it's like, I, like, I know what to do. No, you don't, Elliot. He's an alien. <laughs> and it's like, all right, flying bikes now. And it's like, because you people are obviously out of your fucking mind. <laughs> And what is like you see different things showcased in different ways in different mediums in the original Mulan movie, not the horrible live action remake, but in the original Mulan movie, that was literally the point of her story in the fact that she was pretending to be a guy because in China they did not listen to women. And that was made horribly apparent to her when she was trying to warn everybody that a fucking army of people were still alive or like the huns were still alive planning to kill the emperor and no one even gave a damn because she was a woman and that's kind of the main point of the whole fucking story of mulan so in invincible when you showcase to me a teenager or an average teen and then you do things like say well because he's average that means his grades are average and why what 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 in terms of average makes you assume that the average um, rank of a grade, like a C student, is what an average teenager would be able to comprehend. I wouldn't even perceive that. Uh, that doesn't even seem that plausible of an average in terms of uh, schoolwork. And hell, there are plenty of people who basically give two shits about schoolwork, but are actually incredibly intelligent. I'm not talking about the rare off chances that you got a freaking prodigy inside of your classroom. I'm just speaking in terms of just in general, school is boring. Schoolwork, homework, shit like that is boring. If you're not interested in it, you're not going to really give a damn about the work that you're turning in. So sitting there and telling me that you have a character who doesn't get straight A's, then that must mean that he's not a genius. N no, bitch. There's plenty of times where you, have a where you have someone in the classroom that just couldn't give two shits. And it's like, this grade doesn't amount to nothing. I don't have to do this project. You could pass high school with, with C's. You don't have to um, put your all into doing everything if you have a perfect idea where you want your life to go after you graduate high school you don't really care to fill out um, college applications or get your SAT scores back shit like that is how the real world works and focuses but when you sit there and try to portray that an average teen is now being placed with this uh, responsibility of being a superhero now so how do we showcase that that is something that might affect them well their grades are going to drop because they're going to spend a lot of their time going off to do superhero stuff it, it, it's it's bullshit like that that just makes things completely ri ridiculous it, it's now becoming apparent to where the stereotype of an average teen is now is now the norm over the actual concept of it or or what actually an average teen is so people are more so 
often to think about the stereotype of what an average teen is. You're just you're just a dumb kid who doesn't know anything. But it's like that's not true. That person could be wise in hours, and you know, <laughs> it was like someone doesn't have to be wise in years. They can be wise in hours. You don't know what people go through in life. You know, I I'm pretty like I would say like on average when I was going through high school. I would say, like, like, let's say, like, in each class I went to, there might have been two kids who have ever had an issue with either um, attendance or turning in work on time or wanting to get extensions or things like that have been capable of failing. Now, I'm not saying that there weren't people in there who were, like, getting Fs and whatnot, but I'm talking about people who actually would, like, speak to the teacher about, like, hey, like, I'm sorry I did this or sorry I'm late and whatnot. So in a classroom full of over 20-something kids, and only about two of them exhibit the signs that you typically see whenever you see something that showcases an average teenager, I'm more often than not to believe that that's not what a fucking average teen would do. An average teen most likely would be able to do their work or turn it in on time or not really, or have time management skills. Hell, and Invincible, we're showcased that this motherfucker has a job, yet when he becomes a superhero, all that's thrown out of the window. And I, I hate it, and it's stupid, but they did it. But I'm supposed to believe that, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, he's totally um, an average teenager. He grew up in the suburbs, he has a nice life. There's a girl that he likes. Like, who's that girl sitting over there near the lockers? God, I love her, but if only I just had the courage to ask her out. Oh my God, high school rule number one, sex you want, you ain't getting, sex you're getting, you ain't want. It's a rule to live your life by, <laughs> and it's it's so true, and it's sad, but it is. Oh my goodness, but then they, they but then you put him in a position where they just they just kept doing shit that was like oh my goodness what what is this like what is this i was like you're painting a picture of your character but what you're painting me is bullshit it's it's this it's this dumbass tapestry of just cliche antics and and moronic um situations that he will then lead himself into and your excuse for that happening is just teen angst and that couldn't possibly make any logical sense to anyone in that situation regardless of if they were your interpretation of a teenager and it's like so you have to think of something better than this but they don't it's just the same cliche shit over and over again there are multiple moments within invincible where it's brought up um where like things are brought up to the fact that like he has a huge lack of knowledge or and a lack of understanding in terms of exactly what this superhero gig entails yet he goes off the handle with one particular idea and then all it takes is for one person to give some heartfelt down look upward look up to go you know if you really want to be a hero you're gonna have to blah 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 and then he immediately agrees to whatever it is that he at first was kind of apprehensive about and it's just idiotic there's like this is some dumbass teen drama shit that you get right out of the cw and it's like i'm i'm not convinced that i care about this dude or any decisions that he's gonna make in the future because he's clearly stupid he's not average he's just stupid and that would be far more believable start off as so with a character who actually does bad at school but then gets superpowers and then your excuse for him not doing well in school can be pushed even further and it was like or he could just not give a fuck about school anymore and then you have different um he has different situations that come up to where it's other people arguing to him with like his mom or his dad going hey you still need to keep up your school work and him arguing the fact well if i just want to be a superhero what do i care and then them trying to coax and like convince him that no you need to do this as well and him basically coming at them with uh an uh, was a counter argument that well but if I did this and then them trying to find a common ground where it's like the dad never had to worry about something like this and now that they're dealing with their son this is actually a serious problem that they need to talk about all while they got the little underlying tone shit going on within invincible or whatever I don't care but just the concept of trying to pass him off as an average teen fucking pisses me off because he's not an average teen he's a dumb he's just dumb and he does some of the dumbest shit ever 
And again, it trying to pass that off as an average team being in this situation, this is what they totally would do. It's just fucking idiotic. Well, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Now, breaking down Invincible, the character. Uh, well, you just did that, day. No, I broke down the stereotype of him being an average teen. His character is another abomination that this show has going on. And honestly, what's even worse is that he's the main character, but I, could, I couldn't care less about what he's doing. It's actually the other supporting characters in the series that have far more depth and complexity to him than he ever, than he ever will. And they're actually a hell of a lot more interesting to watch than him. The show should have been just about his dad. And that would have been so much better of a show. Seeing him try to cope and um, come to terms in exactly what he's trying to do, along with the fact of teaching his son and then having all this underhanded shit that he's doing around the world happen as well. But since we have to get it from the son's perspective, it's all going to boil down to the fact that the son and the dad are going to eventually fight each other. Who didn't see that fucking coming? That was like, it's just so, it's so goddamn predictable. But it just, it would have been, I feel that this would have hit harder if you're basically watching from the dad's perspective. Seeing him try to keep his household together while also holding this huge, dark, dirty secret. Having his son lose admiration for him as he has to come to grips with the understanding that your father is a monster and you need to stop him, but it's like, but he's my dad, I look up to him, I, I love him, and it's like, they're going to have these be moments that are going to be, like, the problems for Invincible, but again, it just seems like it would have been far more interesting if it was done from the perspective of the, of the dad rather than Invincible, because Invincible is a dumb kid, and all his actions are completely obvious and predictable, he's never really had a concrete thought that he came to on his own, he's basically had help with every fucking decision that he's had within the series not, not only that like the dude doesn't even have like a set goal that he wants which is another staple with an average team i don't really know what i want to do in life but why are you trying so hard at certain things then if you don't know what it is that you want to do no <laughs> it's like dude well fuck dude and it's like I, I it's like I can somewhat agree to that, but at some point in time in high school, it, the the bearing crushing weight of responsibility in the real world started to encroach itself. And at some point in time, I had to figure out, all right, after high school, what the fuck am I going to do? What is it that I'm passionate about? What is it that I like? Show me something that can give me some insight into that. Like have him like have him be really into some type of hobby, have him really like some type of band, something that lets me know that this kid is a fucking human outside of you telling me that he just really wanted to be a superhero for some reason. <laughs> it's like, just give me a reason why he really wanted to be a superhero. Have me see moments where he goes out to work out or to fight or get stronger or learn martial arts or things like that, or to tell himself, even if I don't get powers, I'll still become a superhero on my own. Because, it, it, like, th there exists superheroes without superpowers. Shit like that to let me know he bout this life. No, you just go, he just, he's just waiting for it to happen. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, I guess I'll be born. God, that's so, that's so pathetic. That's a pathetic character. Jesus Christ, so pathetic. And it makes me that much angrier about his character because immediately from looking at um invincible i was able to tell exactly what they were doing with him and it fucking pissed me off um one his outfit is nightwing uh his name is like mark grayson that is dick grayson and he's wearing the nightwing outfit and then i've seen the outfit that he gets later on and it's just the other nightwing outfit so I looked at him and I was like, yeah, he's Nightwing. He's the um, sidekick being trained by the father who's greatly superior. Essentially, just if Batman was Superman, you know, and then just if Superman was evil. <laughs> and then he was training a sidekick like Batman. Not really affiliated with the Justice League or anything like that, but they do their own thing and they're called upon whenever they are needed. Yeah, that's Batman. Um, and then it came down to his actions and the things that they had him do and the excuses that he would make up in terms of trying to balance or the, the, the horrible, 
horrible um, thing that all teenagers would probably dread if they had superpowers, which is to be able to balance their real life and their um, well, their, their superhero life and their social life. How could one ever cope with the other? If you didn't know, whenever you see that being done in a superhero standpoint, it will always be copying Spider-Man. Every time, all the time. There's never been a series that has done that, and they haven't copied Spider-Man. No one has been able to incorporate it correctly because everyone's just trying to copy Spider-Man without actually understanding Spider-Man. I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man. So immediately when Invincible was pulling all the tailed signs of copying Spider-Man, I called it out immediately when I saw it. I know my boy when I see him, even when people are emulating him. And that's one of the characters that's doing it. And he's doing it horribly. It's the same deal with like uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man who basically is trying to copy actual Spider-Man, <laughs> but the concept and the actions of how Spider-Man works can't really be something that is uh, imitated, uh, especially within the situations that they give throughout multiple series. Um, when they try to have a, you know, different backstory, different origins and things like that, different characters are characters and all that jazz and whatever. But the thing is about Spider-Man is that Peter is on his own. His thing is that he's on his own. When he originally started as Spider-Man, he wasn't being a hero. He was drafted into heroism because of guilt. But the concept, you know, after all that and everything, the concept about him balancing his social life with his superhero life becomes a chore because he's under the impression if he reveals who he truly is to his loved ones, they might also get in trouble. They might also get hurt. Or, um, you know, they might also get hurt by the multitude of um, enemies that he has because he'll always have enemies. Even if some if some off chance an enemy found out who he was, then they can easily find out who it is that's close to him or who's special to him and then go after them as well. You would think that that would be a notion for him to basically just try to be celibate. But no, <laughs> you know, because Peter Parker, it, he thinks with his dick. Um, that's that's a fact. <laughs> he, he think with a dick. Um, but trying to emulate that in other superheroes in order to get that uh, je ne sais quoi that Spider-Man has within your character to sit there and give this portrayal of hey, this is an emotionally disturbed team with some type of tragic whatever, which is what made them become a superhero, but they also have to balance their social life with their superhero life, and they just can't keep up with both of them. You got a date this Saturday? Oh no, my arch enemy is attacking the Smithsonian. Can I make it to the date in time before I stop him from blowing the Smithsonian? Oh, just missed her. And now she's dating another guy, and there's nothing I can do about it. Woe is me. And <laughs> it's like, and it's like the, this works with Spider-Man because you have the crushing realization of his life and his world. He's not going to ever have a moment's rest or a moment's peace because he chooses to go out and do this shit. Not for fun, not because he enjoys it, but because that's who he is. A self-righteous, know-it-all dumbass. <laughs> it's like a self-righteous, know-it-all genius dumbass. And it's like, for one second, if you just thought, you know, if you tell your girlfriend that you're actually Spider-Man, they might forgive a lot of your actions. Right. But what if this girlfriend breaks up with me and then angrily tells people that I'm Spider-Man? Hmm. Never thought of that. Yeah. But I have. <laughs> and it's like, can't trust these hoes. <laughs> and they're like, until I can actually 100% know for sure that I can trust them, I ain't telling them shit. <laughs> but then you have a character like Invincible who basically has a multitude of outs, which make absolutely no sense. Hell, even with Spider-Man, his side job is taking pictures of himself <laughs> and then getting upset because the only dude who's willing to pay money to get pictures of him is using them in a way to make him look bad. It, and again, it just adds on to just, the, just the, the shit that gets piled on Peter Parker. But his life was shitty to begin with, and then it just kept getting worse. 
And then he's trying to balance that shitty life with the fact of him being a superhero. But when you sit there and have a character who's basically clean, a clean slate of a character, and then you just add the idea of responsibility of being a hero added to that clean slate, I don't really feel as much of, oh no, it will be so hard for him to balance this lifestyle if there's nothing else to equate as to why this would be bad for him to balance this lifestyle. Like, you gave me nothing that suggests that, oh, this should be tough. This should be a problem. This should be something he has never fucking thought about being able to do before. But you said that he always wanted to be a superhero. Shut up. No, 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 no. This should be so hard. So, so very hard. Wait a minute. His mom's a realtor and his dad writes books. He lives in the suburbs. They clearly have money. So he doesn't have money problems. Right. But he has a job in this series. Right. But then we have him immediately quit the job because he becomes a superhero. So he's above working. He's It's, it's beneath him. Exactly. But he also can't show up to dates for his girlfriend on time. Well, he's doing superhero stuff. Right. But he's not by himself. Huh? There's a multitude of groups. There's multiple superheroes that exist within this world. We have... We've seen that a huge showcase of different people are around there doing superhero stuff. Uh-huh. So we also have his dad, who's the best superhero. Uh-huh. And still, <laughs> why is it that doing the most basic of basic shit, even when starting a relationship, is hard for him? Because he's a superhero. That's not an excuse. You're just making up dumb shit you're you're making dumb shit happen and then having him answer it in a dumbass way that makes absolutely no sense if they were to showcase or to give that he had this unrelenting drive of being a superhero to be the guy that's counted on or depended on regardless of anything else then yes i would be far more hard pressed to look at and um identify with the fact that Yes, he will choose doing superhero shit over going to see his girlfriend, but not when you have him say shit like, well, I was just getting in, I was just starting to, things were just going good with my uh, my new girlfriend. Why should I do this? And then all it takes is for someone to go, well, you got to choose what type of superhero you want to be. Okay, I guess I'll go do that. It doesn't make any sense for you to do that. You literally have multitude of options to not do that because it's not something that's important. And that's when Invincible started to really piss me off is uh, episode four, but I'll get into that. In just a few quick moments, there's an ad. All right, you're back. Thanks. Um, thank you for listening to that. But yeah, um, what what started to piss me off even more is like when they did um, the fourth episode and trying to figure out some stuff that was going on with the dad. The government people were trying to get the dad out of the house. But the way how they were trying to get the dad out of the house was incredibly fucking stupid. And it didn't make any sense. And then dad was then talking to the son who tried to jump at the chance of doing other superhero shit. But again, it just kind of was off-putting. Um, he was then told that the astronauts are going to Mars, and the first time astronauts from Earth can go to Mars. And then they just needed someone to babysit them on their way going to Mars. The son was quick to do the job, but then they said that job would take about two weeks. Then he was like, no, I just got a girlfriend. Everything's kind of going good right now there's no reason for me to want to go to space for two weeks to babysit some people when absolute, when we don't even think or know if anything might happen. When in all likelihood, you could have gotten a whole other superhero to possibly do this mission. Robot would have been perfect, considering he's a robot. Um, that just seemed like something that should have been thought of or talked about or things like that. Because these superheroes are widely popular and incredibly known within this world because there's just a multitude of different random shit going on in this world. That's why the Invincible uh, concept is really bogus when it comes for him trying to balance shit. Uh, so then it's looked upon with the dad going, no, that's ridiculous, you shouldn't do that. And then, not un and then with the son going, well, it's just a trip to Mars, it's not that big of a deal. And then the dad being like, the fact that you don't know, like he said something like on the terms of, in the realm of like, the fact that you don't know how far away Mars is from Earth, like proves to me that you need to like stay in school. Because even that was like, yeah, so you're going to miss school to go on a mission that you don't need to do. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but then it was like, oh, for the mom, it was like, hey, you got to choose what type of hero you want to be. And then him being like, yeah, nah, definitely. I'll definitely just go. 
and there was no reason behind it. They just he just did it, and it, and it was incredibly stupid. And then he came up to his um, the girlfriend and then told her a lie of, you know, that thing you just immediately told me about like after one date. Yeah, I just decided to stake everything on doing that immediately in order to try and appease you. That doesn't make any fun. What girl would like that? Hey, you know how you told me like you and your parents went on a trip to Peru the other day? Yeah, okay, well, I'm going on a trip to Peru also. Why? Because then you'll like me more, right? No, that's not how that works. Well, he's a dumb kid. That's what they think. No, it isn't. Dumb kids don't think like that. If he's a dumb if he's a dumb kid that was all horned up for the girl, you know what he'd be doing? Doing everything he can to be around the girl so he could be horned up with her. You fucking idiots. <laughs> You can't dictate that the character is this, and then his actions are all the, like, and then his actions don't equate to that. If you was, again, if they were to give more to his character, if he wasn't such a basic bitch, then yeah, maybe I would be able to sit there and agree with you on that standpoint. Well, no matter what, superhero is above is above everything to him. So immediately when a superhero job is given to him, he's jumping at the chance. But then later on in episodes, you see him actually bored with the concept of being a superhero. Him getting annoyed with the fact that his dad is constantly calling him out to do shit. And him just acting like, yeah, I'm just being invincible, running around, flying around, doing whatever. Sure. And, and then it's like, so then what the fuck is the point of this show? What the fuck am I exactly am I looking at? Am I supposed to like this guy? Am I supposed to even give a fuck at exactly? what's going on the driving nature behind the series is not the main character that's kind of a big indication that you got a bad main character on your hands and a bad show because i don't give a fuck how interesting the supporting cast is and it's like if all of it amounts to shit because i'm looking at a shitty guy do shitty shit but then you just go well at least the side character could do i don't give a fuck it, it all still will amount to shit. It's all bullshit. And that's exactly what you're giving me. You're giving me heaping piles of bullshit right now. So, I don't care for Invincible. And that is a major bad thing when I'm watching a series, especially a superhero series, about Invincible. Again, if he was to act this way and then he wasn't the main character, hey, probably be a hell of a lot more bearable. But it ain't. You, you have him being put in these situations and being dictated to everyone that he's this way or he's acting that way or because he's a teen or because he's hormonal or because he's stupid. And and I just look at it and go, yeah, that, but that doesn't make sense because an average person, I can't see them coming to the same conclusion unless they were severely, severely retarded. And that's just all that it equates to. It's just that he's fucking retarded. Doing things that go outside the realm of his dad warning him when he basically has no justification behind doing it. I'm going to help out a street thug take down a crime boss because I don't know what crime is like. On the, like, I just fight super villains, but I don't really do crime. So, yeah, I'm going to help him out. All right. You didn't call police force. You didn't get access to the government people who you know who possibly could have helped in the same situation because it's like, hey, we're going to take down this guy. We got information and proof that this dude's willing to testify about this so we can finally take him down or whatever. No, no, I'm going to just go in and start punching. Well, he's a dumb kid, right? But a dumb kid would at least thought about something else or been able to equate something else or being able to even put together. You can do other stuff or like or maybe you know with his experience in taking down different villains you would have had the fact that he has to call the police so these things can get arrested or talk to whoever it is that he talks to to arrest these super powered beings in the first place something but just just to have him blindly go to try and solve the problem with his fist because he's just that fucking retarded is just not believable to me as something that an average teenager with this power is going to be able to do but i can clearly see this fucking retard doing it because that's what he did and he got his guts flew on over the place and i just was watching it and i was like i don't feel bad it's just that they're making this gory then he dumb, dumb, added insult to injury it's like when that happened his dad not only was his dad watching but then the brand new justice league was looking at that and then they just acted like oh they took so much offense to him being bludgeoned i I just, I, I don't know where it came from. They, oh, you just fucked up. You know that, right? Like, I was like, wait, 
Why, why are you upset? <laughs> why are you mad? Why is the best superhero team called into this and the government people aren't there to help? Why don't the government people help alongside of the great superhero team? It, 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 bad shit happens in this show. And it just boils down to just really, really stupid decisions that I don't understand are made. It just seems like they're made in order for the plot to move along, but they are, they amount and equate to bullshit. Like it's like, like there's no possible way that that would be, you know, something that someone would even think about. But the series has that happen, and you just you're so caught up in the moment of oh look what happened that no one is sitting there questioning wait why would they do that's fucking dumb and there's there's a multitude of examples of shit like that happening um what is it uh the girl with the pink who can literally who literally got the powers of a god um being able to con- um, create different forms of matter um which has me in later episodes look at her and go how was she getting hurt in the beginning like earlier episodes she she was struggling but she literally got like god level powers um some some fucking scarlet witch shit and uh and it's like i'm I'm looking at her and i'm going so why was there ever uh a worry for this woman like what what was the problem with her nothing like i don't i don't understand this at all like she doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any fucking sense really when um when dealing with her powers and then they have her in the the cliche uh i'm a i'm a pretty pretty girl i got like you know i'm good at everything smart popular everyone likes me but i'm dating a huge and total jackass he's clearly a jackass i don't really like it nobody else likes him but we're dating because he didn't used to always be a jackass because sometimes he's sweet to me yay she said before he wound up his hand and slapped her across the trailer. <laughs> it was like, okay, what was... And it was like, you're going to have her girlfriend hat, and it is so obvious that she's going to end up with the main dude because she keeps doing fucking stalker shit, like flying towards his window and knocking on it. And I was like, that was weird. You, you just kind of met him, and you have phones. You're teenagers. Why are you not texting him? Why isn't it that the issue that his girlfriend would have is that he's constantly texting her. Things like this are far more believable than other shit that happens within this series. But the thing that I was talking about that was just beyond stupid is that this chick has literal God powers, but her parents fear for her safety, which seems adamant. That's okay. That's fine. But then they tell her that it's perfectly okay to be with a basically an asshole of a boyfriend who openly cheated on her with a friend of hers. Um, all for the namesake of believing that she was fooling around with a guy that she just met when she wasn't. And the parents wanted her to do that because they thought that the guy could protect her. The guy has the most bogus-ass gambit powers I've ever seen. He wears the little chain, the coin collector things around his side, rather than basically having random decks of cards on (laughs) But just dumb like that, that is just already stupid. And he just throws loose change at people and it explodes or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's odd. But this girl can literally manipulate control and move matter into anything that she wants. And it just, just gives way to her whim. Again, that's some shit a god could do. And the parents want the bogus-ass gambit to protect her at the at the cost of it, like, fucking scarring her mentally, you know, like, period, because they're just afraid for her safety, that doesn't make any damn sense, (laughs) it just doesn't make any sense, and then just to go even further for the dad to just become that much more of an asshole, and on the last episode, it was kind of like, like, what they had happened, I was like, all right, you're kind of making me teeter back to the dad, but he's still a dick, so I'm just gonna let you keep it, pink lady, but yeah, nah, with the dad being like, men are allowed to make one mistake. And it's like, no, dick. What? Like, this is fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> this is beyond fucked up. But again, how was this a logical thinking human beings right now? When she even mentioned what her powers were capable of doing and then showed it in front of her family. And they just looked it off as if, but the, mag- but the gambit dude 
can protect you. What? <laughs> Did you not just hear what I said? Oh my goodness. Please, leave me alone. <laughs> Go away. Go away forever. And then they had in like one of the later episodes, the latest episode, she was leaving home. And then the dad was like, the worst day of my life was the day you got powers. And then she was like, wow, that hurt more than I thought it would, dad. And I was kind of on the dad side with that one because I was like, that's not really insulting to you. If anything, that should show you how much he cares about you because they've stated before they don't want you to be a superhero. Your life is at danger. Literally, the greatest heroes in the world have been murdered. So, it would be suffice it for him to think that your life is at risk. You are his fucking daughter. But for you to be like, that hurt more than I thought it would. And it's like, he's not saying you are an abomination. It's not like this is the X-Men, in which case that the racism exists. If that was the case, then we might have something there. But it ain't. It's just she got these godly powers and he's afraid of her safety. So that makes sense. <laughs> but her reaction to it, fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, doesn't change the fact that he said what he said about men allowed to make mistakes. I was like, that, that dad's done cheated on mom before. <laughs> Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. I just said before I get like 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 someone come at me like you can't you can't just you can't just sing the words and think that nothing's gonna happen to you. DMCA strike, DMCA strike. You <laughs> said this nigga that is stockholds. Well, that was incredibly dumb. Oh, and then you got the just the the cherry on top of fucking stupid. Stupid ass things to make the plot progress is his goddamn daddy. Mm. Like I said, the series was to follow him, and then you knew that the dad, because he didn't know no better, would make fuck up. Because hey, he is a grown ass alien who just like like thinks way too highly of himself, and is the greatest superhero this world got, but is a murderer. Um, yeah, sure. But what you have happening and what you got going on, don't. It it don't it don't add up, it just don't add up. Okay, we have Daddy killing world's best superheroes. Okay, now add that to Dad passing out in the middle of fighting world's greatest superheroes after he kills them all. Okay, okay, Dad's only survivor. Everyone assumes that something came, knocked him out, or beat the shit out of him, and then killed the other heroes. Right, right. Now, also add when Daddy finally wakes up out of his coma. One of the first things that he's incredibly adamant about is getting back his suit. Okay, now then, you can only equate to the fact that he wanted his suit back badly because it had nothing but evidence all over it proving that he's the one who killed the world's greatest superheroes. Okay, now then, add this to the fact that he doesn't want anyone to know what he has going on and he's been systematically doing everything that he can to try and suppress the idea that he was involved in the murder of all of these of the world's greatest superheroes while also claiming um also feigning ignorance towards the situation and doing everything that he can to cover up and hide and um uh to hide like everything that happened in that situation while just still remaining his like image all right now then add the fact that when he got his suit back he put it in a trash bag and then stuck it on top of stuck it on top of something in his living room and then he left it there forever what does that equal that equals nothing. It, it don't add up. That don't equal anything. That's fucking dumb. You, how? How do you do that? How do you do that and then try to have me go, oh yeah, this is totally, this is totally thought-provoking. This is this is one of the best mysteries I've ever seen. This, this, so, so, boy, that's stupid. That's just beyond stupid. It's just so stupid. But you, at least you say blood though, right, guys? No. Why is it that the quality of shit has to go down simply because it doesn't do what has been, I guess, fucking kitty <laughs> as of late? Yes, there are plenty of Marvel comics that show 
horrendous amounts of blood, crazy characters being killed and murdered and dying, and ever since Disney got the acquisition right, ever since Disney bought them, yeah, everything then got kiddied the fuck up, because that's just what Disney do. But that does not mean that every time something comes out that just happens to be the opposite of what the MCU is, then it should be immediately clamored to, or like, praised in high graces because of the fact that, like, hey, you know, at least people die. It, like, it, yeah. But if it's a shitty-ass story with shitty-ass characters, a dumb-ass concept, and an even far more ridiculous execution of said concept, who gives a fuck? Why are we going to act like we don't nitpick at every little thing for other shit? But then when it comes to this new age shit, then we just kind of like leave it alone. You literally, I'm, I'm literally seeing this happen in real time with the um, Godzilla vs. Kong movie. Whereas King of Monsters was basically like went through with a fine tooth comb of being just fucking stupid in the multiple um, moments where it was fucking stupid. And then when they made Godzilla vs. Kong, they learned nothing from that. But the idea and the concept of today's day and age with all the movies that are coming out being boring as woke fest as they are, Kong vs. God, Godzilla vs. Kong was basically praised through the high heavens simply because it wasn't what everything else was. Now, it made more money than King of All Monsters. Now, it's being praised better than King of All Monsters. Um, and it's even being looked... And, like, people are actually even going to the fucking movie theaters to watch it. When people don't even go to the movie theaters to watch other shit. But that's just how much you have that ridiculous concept of the fandom. In which you just jump onto the bandwagon of anything that isn't what everything else is. It, regardless of that the thing that you're jumping on actually is good in itself it's just that hey as long as it's not this other bullshit then i don't care it's just something that's close to what i like and i'm just not gonna think about it that much and i hate that we are in a day and age where that is basically something that people do far more than anything else and it should stop by all likelihoods it needs to stop because be, and because of that we just keep getting lower and lower quality shows mark my words we are going to be at a point where eventually someone's going to have to blow the whistle on all this dumb shit and they're just going to have to sit there and either start making good content or everyone is just going to have to look at content and then just begrudgingly like shrug their shoulders and just go well at least it's not this for the rest of their fucking lives <sighs> so that's it that's what i feel about invincible i do not like this show i think that it's shit the concept is stupid and i could care less about anything that's going on much like the boys it is doing that whole edgy bullshit with superheroes and the guys to get you to be attracted to it. And honestly, it doesn't do anything for me. It's not interesting. It's not cool. It's not that big of a fucking deal. I'm I'm honestly watching the episodes and then I know about certain stuff that's going to happen. And it just doesn't change how I'm looking at the series. Hell, I like Run the Jewels. And I hate the fact that like their music is on there. But I mean... Like when they play it, it you know it fits well and it's like good songs, but you know it's like God, I wish that I wish someone else would know how amazing they are and put it on like put their music on better shit that's far more deserving of them. But I got what I well like we we got what we got. Ugh, poor Run the Jewels, they're so amazing. <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah, their music is dope. But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm sad of being at that crossroad. Where it's like, hey, it's either this or nothing. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> and it was like, can it, can't you make something better? Can't someone actually look at this and go, hey, this is kind of really fucking stupid. Um, can't we do anything else to make it a hell of a lot better? Why can't people approach characters the way how the uh, how Sony did Miles Morales when they made um, uh, Into the Spider-Verse? It's crazy. I got to go back to another Spider-Man um, bender right now. But, but. Trust me, it all makes sense. If you look at the comics of Miles Morales, that is not how Miles Morales acts um, 
in Into the Spider-Verse. That's a totally different character. But the thing is that Into the Spider-Verse did wonders with his character because the Mom Morales character in the comics, in the um, Spider-Man Ultimate comics, was, was fucking stupid. Like, he did dumb shit for no particular reason. He's angst and his um, reasoning behind stuff was not sympathetic whatsoever. It, it, if anything, uh, a lot of the stuff that he did was just constantly get blamed for shit, and that was supposed to be taken upon as like, oh, his life is kind of hard, when it wasn't. While as what they did with Miles in uh, Into the Spider-Verse made him far more, yeah, I was about to say compassionate or caring, but far more likable as a character. Um, even his relationship with his universe's Spider-Man which led into um, what's with a wonderful storytelling element of having another Spider-Man who would teach him how to do Spider-Man shit um, was fantastic. While as in the other one, Miles was just this kid who got spider powers and could care two fucks about Spider-Man and then literally like just saw on the news that he died and then just had an afterthought of if I went over there, I could have probably helped him. Well, he died because of that. This is my sole reason for being Spider-Man. While as into the Spider-Verse, Literally, he was there when Spider-Man died. He thought about helping him, but at the same time, he was a scared kid, didn't understand his powers, and he just couldn't cope with what exactly was going on. All totally logical, and and, um, and it showed great promise to his character. He wanted to help, but he couldn't help. He knew he couldn't help. There's nothing he could do, but he still felt guilt for it. In fact, it was a it was the major cause and theme behind everything that he did i will not be responsible for another spider-man dying he said that a bunch in the movie <laughs> it's like yes 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 he felt bad when he couldn't live up to the expectations of the other spider-man and then he also when he got angry he wanted revenge it was brought up the fact that yo you're not on our level yet and then in the end, what push came to shove, he might not have been as experienced, he might not have knew as much, and he might not have been capable of handling or seeing the things that they've seen or handle the things that they've handled. But like all Spider-Man, when push came to shove, he showed up to do the damn thing. God damn it. And that is a wonderful way of emulating a Spider-Man without copying Peter Parker. They did that. That show was fantastic, and they did that. And Invincible is a comic where you have basically a sidekick version of Superman. That's in that. That's um. That's a copy of Robin from Batman, and then he just has Spider-Man-esque problems. Like hell, how come one of the many excuses he told his girlfriend was the fact that he has to work late? How come that wasn't something that he would have thought of to do? How come a multitude of things that he could have did was to sit there and um, put pressure on his dad and the fact of how you had a moment where he told his mom, make me, because he was a superhero person and she wanted him to go do something. He'd make me. Like, that fucking mattered or meant anything. And then immediately afterwards, he reneged on it like a little bitch because I was like, yeah, this was stupid. She does he make you feel better? And she can push me like, you know, I can't physically do anything to you. And I was like, then why did he say it? If this isn't in his personality or, or in the realm of how he's been thinking or how he's been acting up until this point, why the fuck would it happen now? Unless you, if you was to showcase stuff like this, then I wouldn't have problems with this. But I have problems with this because you haven't, you jackass. <laughs> fuck. And he's like, you just, out of nowhere, have this motherfucker just go make me. And he's like, what? And then he's just, I'm sorry, mom. I didn't, I didn't mean it. And I was like, then why the fuck? Why'd you do that? What was was it really that bad? <laughs> this is like, oh my god, no, 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 no. Ah, Jesus Christ, just all around stupid. Oh, and then the last episode, you have him still withhold the fact of telling his self-righteous, all-importance, do-gooder girlfriend his secret identity, but his gay best friend finds out. Um. Um, by accident and then the gay best friend is able to incorporate all the same dumb shit that the fat best friend from spider-man um homecoming was capable of doing and did um but then it's like i'm still not willing to tell the girlfriend about this though again pulling some spider-man shit because the gay best friend literally said um this is like you being a superhero is the most is like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me and i was like yeah and again, I must iterate and emphasize the whole gay best friend aspect as 
much like everything that has friends or high schoolers or when you try to portray a normal high schooler, um, they only have like one to two friends ever because that's it. But if you've ever been in high school, then you know, like, there's not a possibility of you being in the same class with your best friend. So you have to make other friends and other people to talk to while you're in that class. But classroom is only for the learning. People don't talk in the class. Yeah, they do. They do all the time. <laughs> you do all the fucking time. Free period, um, study, study sessions, projects, shit like that. So then there should be a multitude of different people that he know. Nope, an invincible, all he has is the gay best friend. And the gay best friend acts like every gay best friend that's been in every situation where there's been a gay best friend since the dawn of time. Gay best friend's into the popular scene. Gay best friend knows about who's hot and who's not. Gay best friend's constantly talking about dick. Literal dick. <laughs> and he's talking about fucking with dick. And he's just quick to not really have that emotional attachment to anything, but he's just also just as quick to sit there and go, I care about my friends, sort of, but if they get in the way of me getting some dick, I don't know about that one. The gay best friend. It's sad, but it's like the perfect stereotype for that character is on Big Mouth, and what Big Mouth did was literally showcase that character and, and it's like, you you can look at anything that emulates or has a gay best friend, and it's that dude from Big Mouth over and over and over again. And even more hilarious is that when Big Mouth pointed out the fact that it was like, he's gay, but there's no one else around that's gay. <laughs> so then he had issues growing up, or he has, he has a problem. <laughs> and it's like, you got the gay best friend, but then it's like, you give nothing that was like this is his best friend why is it his best friend do they have any common interests do they have anything that they share do they grow up together and he just became all about things that the main dude isn't really that into because that's totally how friendship works no nah, it's just his best friend who, who happens to be gay again doing edgy shit for the sake of edgy ain't good it's just it's just you doing shit Oh, man. Ooh, gay best friend telling me that he's going on a thing to a college. Me and my girlfriend just made up. We should go with you. What? 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 You know, your gay best friend is there to try and get some dick. <laughs> so he's he wants some dick. Yeah. So why do you want to go do that? Like, why are you trying to muscle in on that? Like, why don't you just do something with your girlfriend on your own? Nah, nah, I gotta do that. And I bet you something's gonna happen while you're there. Nah, nah, nah. Hell, was even more disturbing is that at the end of that fucking episode, the fact that literally the guy whose room they were in was like into a half robot, half guy. And then the gay best friend had like a crying session with the main dude and they hugged or whatever. But they didn't immediately leave <laughs> afterwards. And it's like, this dude is gone. People are gonna have questions. It's like, hey, we need to go. Easy, easy excuse or the, the, the best way to cover that for the girlfriend would have been to wake her up and say, we need to leave. Him and the guy had a fight. We can't stay here. So we're just going to go back home tonight. Nah, no, nah, they're totally, they just slept there. Slept there and then just left in the morning. That, that totally made sense, I guess. They're totally going to bring that up in the next episode. They're not, they're really not fucking... I just, I don't like bad writing. <laughs> I don't like bad characters. I don't like one-dimensional characters. I don't like, um, well, I shouldn't say I don't like one-dimensional characters, but I just don't like characters who just are nonsensical. It's like, you can write something ridiculous, that's fine. And it's like, if I'm looking at it and I'm totally enjoying myself, even though it's ridiculous, then you did really well. That's what the scary movies are for. <laughs> it's like, they're, those are great movies. They deserve Oscars if the Oscars did comedy, but they don't. Because <laughs> comedy is subjective, but drama is forever. <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. But, yeah, no. But it's like, you do something like this, and you're just... Uh, just uh, the more I talk about the, the like the... the the more I do it, the less, the less I love it. <laughs> the more I talk about it, the less I love it. It's bad. 
I'm sorry, you had to hear me. Well, I'm not sorry. Uh, Jeremy rambled about this shit for as long as I did. And I just subsequently would say, like, hey, if you're into seeing just, you know, edgy superhero shit, hey, I mean, check it out. Sure, whatever. But honestly, it's not a good series. I know this is going to be something that's going to fall to the wayside eventually. It's going to be on its own Amazon. And, you know, they're known for canceling shit for the sake of canceling shit. Don't know why. They just do these things. You know, they canceled Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete was an amazing show. Um, third season wasn't as good as the second season, but it was an amazing show. They did not deserve to be canceled, but they canceled it. So I got no faith of it being on Amazon. They do this shit all the time. They didn't cancel Jack um, Jack Ryan. They didn't cancel Jack Ryan. Did you see the promotion that they went into Jack Ryan? They put info about that fucking show on the boxes that they delivered. So, yeah, they were not going to cancel that anytime soon. <laughs> that had to stay for a long time. But, yeah, it's on Amazon. I don't really trust it. So, I give it at least two um, two to three seasons. Because uh, that's just how Amazon do. If it lasts even longer, hey, good for them. But it is an animated series, which means it costs more money. And it's Amazon. So, hey, let the chips fall where they may. But I, for one, am not a fan, don't really care for it, and I don't like it. I'm probably going to keep watching it, because these are the things that I do. My friends keep up with it, and it's fun being in discussions with them, because uh, they love it, and they get aggravated when I talk about it, but that's how I am. <laughs> we all, we all do. <laughs> Wouldn't be friends otherwise. <sighs> But, yeah, for the most part, those are my thoughts and opinions on um, Invincible, which is everything but, you know, that should probably be the tagline for the show. This is every, he's everything but Invincible. <laughs> or he just, he just kind of won't die. So he just say, like, you know, uh, Forever Living, the, the Ultimate Revive. These are dumb names. Oh, the Phoenix Down. There you go. <laughs> He might get down, but he'll get right back. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. All right. This has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel Flame. As always, good people. I hope you have fun.